I'd like to share with you an incredible story. There was a wealthy man who unfortunately died at a relatively young age, and he left behind him a family full of children. And as the siblings were going through their father's possessions, distributing it, one of the things that he found was his parents' villain. Now, it was known that his parents' villain was a very special one, expensive, and it was written by a huge tzaddik, a tremendous Yerushalayim. And they decided that what they're going to do is, they have a brother, the youngest child, is about to come by mitzvah in a few months. They're going to present their father's tefillin to this bar mitzvah boy. And a few weeks before the bar mitzvah, all the siblings get together and they present the tefillin and they tell him, this is our father's tefillin, watch it carefully, make sure you put it on every single day. And he did. Every single day. He never missed a day with his father's tefillin. Fast forward a few years, this young boy became a very busy, successful businessman, jet-setting around the world. And wherever he went, he made sure to take his father's tefillin and didn't miss a day. Until one day. One morning, very early in the morning, his guide took him out and told him, don't worry, we'll be back in a couple of hours. And he thought, okay, I'll put my tefillin on when I return. Snow descended upon their destination and he wasn't able to make it back. And as the time grew closer and closer to the end of the day, he said to his guide, are there any Jews that live here? I need to put on tefillin. I need to do this mitzvah. God, it won't be my father's tefillin, but at least something I'll put on. And the guide told him, I know there's an old Jew that lives in outskirts of the city. We'll find him. And they travel a couple of hours and they manage to locate him. And he walks in, he says, tell me, do you have a pair of tefillin I can borrow? And the man says, sure. Takes out his tefillin, an old worn out bag. And he sees the straps are old and used. The ink is coming off. The boxes are not even so square. He looks at it and he thinks, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be yet to this tefillin. Maybe Biddy Ebbett, but what choice do I have? A Jew has to put on tefillin. And he puts on this pair of tefillin. He goes back to his hotel room and it becomes the night. He can no longer put on tefillin. He missed a day with his father's tefillin. He moves on. Life doesn't last forever. And after 120 years, he's called up to the base in Shalmada. And he comes there and all of a sudden he gets there and they accuse him of someone that never put on tefillin in his entire lifetime. And he's shocked. What do you mean? I put my father's tefillin and it was the most mahuda, it was the most beautiful, expensive tefillin ever. Of course I put on tefillin. No, your father's tefillin was puzzle. Unfortunately, he never put on tefillin. And all of a sudden the malach, an angel, comes and says, hold on a minute. There was one time that he put on a kosher pair of tefillin. And that was that one time that he was on business, that he took that tefillin from that man that he thought he wasn't even Yitzhak. The parish of this week tells us, Right, these are the rewards when you basically do the mitzvahs. And Rashi tells us, Ekev is lotion of the heel, that we all have certain mitzvahs that eh, we think big deal. You know, we're on vacation sometimes and we think, eh, we don't really have to do that. And the Torah is telling us, no, every single one. We don't know the power of a mitzvah. We don't know the power of a pair of tefillin, of a tzitzis, of a negelvasa, of a birchas hamozin, of a maisa chesed, whatever it may be. Every mitzvah is choshev. We can never know the value. Have a beautiful Shabbos.